Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. We recently just joined as members, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. Episode 44 of the Spivey Special Podcast. What did we decide this one? This is the Fulton Reed episode? Bash Brothers, baby. Minneapolis Pee Wee League legend, Fulton Reed. Can't skate very good, but he put a slap shot on the net, that's for sure. He's just there for defense. Yeah, he's the enforcer. Without a doubt. Yeah, that slap shot's pretty good, too. I like him though in the first one, not the second one. He just goes to Hollywood for me. Yeah, Portman's like, the grounded one. I didn't see that one coming. You got to have that guy though to bring Fulton back to the earth. Right. Definitely. So we got a fun one lined up. I think we're so we decided that we're going to go back to the basics of our show. No more crazy cooking stuff. Although we might throw one in every once in a while. It's just too much. Yeah, I mean, with full-time jobs and editing. And I think more for, like, the, the sake of the functionality of my heart. We have to stop making these things yes. every week. Doctor's orders. <laughs> That's what we get for going to go get a checkup. The doctor's like, what have you been eating? <laughs> have you ever stopped eating in your life? No, definitely It was, it was really mean when he said that. <laughs> It wasn't even the doctor. I was just the guy on the bus. <laughs> it's the guy in the waiting room. At <laughs> uh, Wendy's. It wasn't at the doctor's. Let's be real. <laughs> All right. So we are going to, we got some food court file stuff lined up. We're going to do another top five episode like we did last week. Excited about this one. I think this one's even harder to narrow down than the sports movies options. last week. A lot of different options. A lot more wide open and uh, only a few kids sports movies is kind of a tight little category there. Yeah. There's uh dozens that fit this category, if not more. And another thing that you guys are going to have to get excited about, maybe raise the roof, you know, up a couple of floors is we're added in a new little small little segment there. Just us ranting about, we haven't decided what we're going to call it yet. Cause we just, fly by the seat of our pants, but we're just going to rant about different things that we're upset about. So we're going to throw that in in random spots during the show this week. So we got so. a couple of those, and then we're going to be talking live sports. I didn't think football was going to come back, and now that it's coming back in like, what, like five days? Yeah. Uh, we got to talk about it. We got to get our predictions in. We got we to get our discussion in. We started getting our energy drink bets back in. Ooh. I dominated last year, so I mean, you. I don't know. Win. Is that right? We'll have to go back to the tapes, but okay. I'm pretty sure I won. I think like I got more division winners than you did last year, though. That, that episode is no longer on our page, so don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, Trey, you ready to get into our episode? Yeah, let's do it. Zach, hit us with a little rant ski. All right, let's jump into um, 
something that's very upsetting to me. We've talked about it on the show before. What's going on at Taco Bell right now? It was one thing when it was the double-decker. Okay, maybe people don't like refried beans as much as I do. Okay, I get it. Then it was, what was the next wave there, Troy? The quesarito, the Frito, the beefy Frito burrito, that another wave of favorites. And now it's the final straw, I think. The Mexican pizza is gone now, and the mini shredded chicken quesadilla. We've got no potato stuff left. They don't even have pico anymore. What do they even have at Taco Bell that would make me want to go? And we can't even like secret order it on the app like we could with the quesarito. It's just gone. And for what? I don't understand it. Maybe the menu is too complicated. I don't What's a taco? Is it? Is these are the type of people we have to try to change the business for? Doesn't make any sense. And uh, getting rid of the Mexican pizza because you want to get rid of the boxes so that you can get to your sustainability goal that you just made up out of nothing. It sounds like a really stupid business idea to me. That's like the only thing some people get at your restaurant and you're just going to get rid of it. That's what Grammy would get at Taco Bell back in the day, by the way, is a Mexican pizza. She's a big Mexican pizza girl. Not anymore though. Makes me sad. Taco Bell, I don't get it. You need to figure it out. The reason people come is all the crazy stuff that you throw inside of burritos like Fritos and wrapping burritos and quesadillas and all kinds of weird stuff. It's not, I don't even know what's left. The potatoes were literally the only reason that vegan people would come eat at your restaurant. Those are gone. And you're going to replace pico with just regular tomatoes? That's boring. I, I, I just don't get it. Troy, can you, do you have any kind of insight on what, they, what they're doing? other than trying to break my soul. You know, I don't really want to step on any, you know, oversized toes with your rant there, but I thought you did a really good job. You being a food expert, if you can see what I'm looking at right now on Zoom, um, you're big. So I agree with what you said. Yeah, I'll still go to Taco Bell because whatever they're going to throw in the $5 box, you know, I'll throw my money at you. I don't care. Give me well, a dollar. Well, they're like over dream. three for me since the changes. So I think you're just trying too hard. That's the issue. They're in your head right now. They are. <laughs> they are. I feel like um, the person that's running Taco Bell is a kicking wing from Joe Dirt, the Native American guy with the fireworks stand. And he only sells the snakes and sparklers. And that's what's going on. It's like, I only like regular tacos and bean burritos. And that's all we're going to sell at Taco Bell. I feel like that's what's going on right now. It's got to be that. I just wonder if the, you know, COVID issue could be something that's hurt in the menu. And then when everything gets back to somewhat normal, all of a sudden they're just going to hit you in the face with a Mexican pizza. And then their Mexican pizza sales are going to go through the roof. Because they're already had two since they said they're getting rid of them. So. Yeah, their their box guy, you know, he's just laid off right now. So when he comes back to work, they'll be fine. You can't get boxes during COVID. I don't know. Yeah, never have, never will. Yeah. All right, that was a quick little rant. I'm sure Troy's will be more entertaining and probably just weird if I had to guess. No one Troy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to use my Taco Bell transition and we are going to get into food court files and we're going to be doing another top five list all right it's time for the food court files 
we are going to be doing the top five value menu items that are currently available anywhere. The rules that we came up with, it has to be under $2 and you have to be able to get it through a drive-through. And those were the only rules. So we're going to do it like we did last week. We've got a big old list. It's a lot longer than kids sports movies from the nineties, which was kind of a narrow window. We've got an ever growing list. Troy, I'm going to hit you with the ones that I came up with. There's probably a few on your list that aren't, and then we're going to try to narrow it down from there. I'll let you give us uh, your top five. I'll give you my top five and uh, we'll kind of go from there. So are you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. McDouble, McChicken. The best combo in the game, for sure. And when I think value menu, that's what I come up with. So that's where the list started. I've got the Frosty. The kid's Frosty is 89 cents or whatever the small one is. See, the prices are throwing me off. Like when we used to get them, you know, we're balling on a little bit more of a budget. Um, They're probably a lot lower than what they are now because, I mean, I still order off the value menu, but. I'm not even going to try to throw prices out because we're going to get that one guy who's just pissed off because it's a dollar 73 instead of 80. I've already been in an argument with Tyler about it today. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. I got the Baja blast freeze, but that only qualifies during happy hour at Taco Bell because outside of two to five, it's actually more than $2, but during that magic window, it's only a buck. So win, win, win. And I love Baja blast and I love, freezes mm. so it's a good combo cheesy bean and rice burrito stick it on the taco bell kick classic the del taco chicken soft taco yeah and then to go back to taco bell you got the cheesy roll up you used to have the shredded little mini quesadilla i had that on my layer, list triple layer nachos just the so beefy many. frito burrito used to be on there they had a lot of good options but now mm-hmm. like they're slow slowly creeping up to that two dollar range I already got the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger from Wendy's. JBC, baby. I love a J Baco. I like to equate how much things cost by how many Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers that is. Especially again, when it's something outrageous like a like a F-15. <laughs> That's like 100 million Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers. See, the issue, though, is that that number slowly, I went, I think it was like a couple of months we ago. We got inflation. I had to get a Jay Bacon, and it was close to two bucks for a it's little. It's a dollar eighty nine on my app, or when I looked it up, at the one on Pleasant Grove, it's a dollar eighty nine. At the one on Greenback, it's over two bucks. Bunch of price gougers out there in Citrus Heights. Always, they know where Jay Bacon's. That's where you got to get them. I love a good Jay Bacon. All right, the one dollar soda from McDonald's kind of changed the game forever. Yeah, you get an extra large, you know, well, large, I guess, soda for a buck. That's They know that if you, they can get you there for that, you're going to buy a $75 medium-sized fry. <laughs> That's how they get you. Uh, I got mini tots and um, corn dogs from Sonic. Okay. Very good. But some of them don't have a drive-thru. They have the pull-up window where they bring it out to you. So I'm not quite sure if I agree with that. I've never been to a song that didn't have drive through <laughs> as well. So I have been to a Taco Bell that didn't have a drive through though. So can we just count that? Yeah, no, no. 
the ones in the airport don't have a drive-thru. Does that mean that we discount all of them? I only been to one Sonic that had a drive-thru, and it was like in this gas station. Like it was super weird. <laughs> yeah, that I don't, not, obviously that's a car wash now. Yeah, I don't. Obviously, I don't go to Sonic very often. Well, you so should, I'll take, there are many I'll take your word for it. All right, the uh, vanilla ice cream cone from McDonald's. Classic staple. It's still, I think, under a bug. I think it's only eighty-nine cents. Yeah. Um, ten nuggets for like a buck at Burger King. Yeah, you got to pay me ten bucks to go. To, I don't remember the last time I went to Burger King. That's pretty good value, though. That's a great value. You could fill up like your whole car for twenty bucks. Uh, six spicy nugs at Wendy's. See, very good. Original four, I think. Original ones for like a buck. Well, I think it's the same price to get the six as well. It'll be mm-hmm. under two bucks. And um, the two tacos at Jack in the Box for a buck. Ninety-nine tacos for two cents, man. <laughs> that's that's a tough one to beat. I'm still working on my list, trying to narrow this thing down. Every time I look at it, I was like, how is that one not in there? So I'm going to let you go first and give me your top five. And I'm going to try to work on mine here during the show, like a uh, unprepared. Let me guess you're using the DoorDash app to help you out. And you're going to be having to get the door here in the next segment. (laughs) They're going to be delivering them all to me. Yes. All right, I'm going to start you off. I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go from the five burger give up the to five. the five. I'm going to give you the five. I'm going to go with, as we talked about, the Jack in the Box tacos, two for 99 cents. I'm not, again, price, I'm not quite sure. They're messy, they're delicious, they're cheap, and they're filling. So for a buck, you got two tacos. They got really good sauce on it. Got a little, I'm kind of sissy with my, they got a little bit of a kick to it. Um, you get a lot of food for a decent amount of price. So that's why they made my top five. The way I'm doing my rating system is I got three things. Number one for me is taste. Number two is can I fill up on it for a cheap price? Because, you know, if you're balling on a budget, you want to be full. You don't want to get like a cheesy roll up at Taco Bell and you take two bites and you're still hungry and you just waste $1.19. And number three, this sounds weird. But quality and appearance are very important to me. I like the way that the Jack in the Box tacos are wrapped up very neatly. But it's very hard to eat while you're driving because of the messiness. But they they check all my boxes. That's why they slipped into the five spot. We're going to move up to a more high quality taco, I would say, in the four slot. We're going to get the chicken soft taco over there at Del Taco. They have an excellent white sauce that they have on there. You can really taste the lettuce. That sounds weird, but the lettuce in the sauce is almost like I have a salad on my taco. And the chicken that they make, depending who makes it, with the cheese not really melted on top, they all just come together well, give me a good taste. They fill me up for a decent price. And again, the quality and the appearance, I enjoy it. They wrap them up nice and tight. You're not having a lot of ingredients flopping out when you get them out of the bag when you get home with your seven tacos. And I just really enjoy those tacos. Um, number three, I'm going to move on up to the old ice cream cone at McDonald's. Cheap, easy, beautiful way to end the evening. Um, they fill you or up. Or start the morning. 
yeah. They're, they're a very nice size. They a very good presentation, the way that they can swirl it as high as they can. It's sometimes, though, it can be the white whale, you know, because the machine's not always working. And another side tip for you, if you're, let's say your spouse wants one, two, but you're the only one in the car, just so you know, you can order two and you can tell them to put them in a, put the other one in a cup so you can eat yours on the way home. Then when you get home, they can eat their cone with a spoon and still have the cone part on top. So it's kind of like a sundae with a cone sticked on top. So that's my secret for the trade there, the number three slot with the ice cream cone from McDonald's. Number two, I'm moving on up to the east side. I'm gonna go with the cheesy bean and rice burrito from Taco Bell. Number one, quality, beautiful, good presentation. Really make sure they keep all the ingredients in. When you're biting the top, you're not having a lot of stuff come out of the bottom. That's very important when you're spending $1.19 for something to eat. Good taste. Flavors all over. We got some beans. We got some rice. We got some burritos. We just got it all. And it's a perfect appetizer for your main meal. Anytime you're going to get the $5 box, you're either going to throw in the AAA or nacho, the cheesy bean and rice burrito. But you always want to go with the CBRB. And then make sure that fills you up, gets your you know stomach nice and lined before we jump into the main meal. I'm going to jump up to the number one. We talked about it a lot during our list here. And it's going to be the old Jay Baco, the JBC, as I call it, at Wendy's. This is just nostalgia for me. My first job, I worked at John's Incredible Pizza Company. I ran train, um, worked in the arcade. And on lunch, I'd head over there. The, the thing about the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger that people just don't understand, especially in Citrus Heights, well, maybe they do because it's over $2 now. Um, perfect value. It's a menu treat. You know, when you get down, you scroll, you scroll. Oh, JBC, the lettuce and tomato and mayonnaise type mixture that they have the crunch you have in that lettuce that they put on there you get a little bacon in there and then you get to the you know the cheeseburger part just amazing the quality they put and i don't know what it is but i think the square patty it just raises all sorts of roofs when you're eating it so that's why the jbc on the value menu item top five is at the top of my list that's a pretty good list I, I'm, we'll, go, we'll go through mine. I kind of like where we're at. We got Can a couple I, overlappers. I missed two there on my honorable mention. I should have started with those. I apologize. Um, the Frosty and the McDouble from McDonald's. The Frosty, obviously, from Wendy's. Those two were sneaking in, um, but they couldn't quite make it because uh, the Frosty is good, <laughs> but it didn't really touch my three qualities that I needed presentation isn't very sexy to me i don't see where you're getting presentation from any <laughs> of the things that you listed except maybe a mcdonald's cone which is sorcery the way they get the ice cream to stack up on there white whale um, baby all right i'm gonna go with um we'll do my honorable mention i think uh the baja blast freeze is on my honorable mention and the tacos from Jack in the Box on my honorable mention. I couldn't get them into my top five. They are staples. Um, I just don't eat a Jack in the Box as much as I used to now that I'm not partying or whatever. It sounds so good when you've been drinking to go to Jack in the Box at two in the morning. There's a, there's a lot of things that sound good when you're drinking. All of these there. things sound good at two o'clock in the morning. 
You know when they don't sound good, though? At 8 o'clock in the morning when you wake up? That's silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the Baja Blast Freeze, if it was the same price all day, I think it would be uh, I think it'd be further up on my list. But since I have to be there between 2 and 5, which is kind of an awkward place to be anywhere, um, it just doesn't quite crack the top five. So number five for me, the $1 soda from McDonald's, game changer. Although it is... I, ha- I do sometimes have the self-control to only get the $1 soda when I'm thirsty or Heather's thirsty is usually when we end up going and then we get a couple of them. But I know they're just trying to trick me into getting a McDouble or a Big Mac or three Big Macs or whatever it is when I'm trying to get my $1 soda. But you can't beat how, the value. How often do you drink soda though? I, I, I'll splurge every once in a while. But I don't really drink soda as much as I used to. Maybe a Sprite here or there. Just sometimes a, a Diet Coke sounds really good. A large Diet Coke just sounds good sometimes. <laughs> I don't like a large Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> just get a regular Coke. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> a regular, yeah. No, I'm good. So that's my number four. Or my number five. Number four is the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger from Wendy's. One of my favorite things of all time. Um, yeah. But I haven't had one in a while. I don't get to go to Wendy's anymore. It's not a, uh, a family pick. So I just don't get it as much. And I don't really equate it with the dollar menu, even though it's, it definitely fits there. It's more like an add-on to the Baconator or whatever I also ordered when I'm there. See, that's like a kick-in. If if I didn't have it as much as I did back when I first started working, then there's no way it'd be that high on my list. But it's a, like I said, a nostalgia thing for me. It's just hard to beat the other ones that are on here. I want to put it higher, but I just can't. Uh, number three, Del Taco Chicken Soft Tacos. Mm-hmm. They're just so good. They're hot, salt, they're hot uh, taco sauce. Super good to add on with it. Um, they fold up, like you said. I can eat them while I'm driving. On Tuesdays, they're like giving them away. They're like 33 cents and doesn't make any sense how they make money off of it. Remember we were on that vacation uh, <laughs> down in Southern California. It was like 11 o'clock at night. We we're coming home. I can't remember where it was from, like Disneyland or something. We were, we no, stopped. we were driving down the first night. Oh, yeah. We came we, down after work. We shut that place basically down. We, or we drove through. It was like six of us, and we ordered like 30 soft tacos. <laughs> Yeah, it was like $12 or something stupid. Um, <laughs> love Del Taco Chicken Soft Tacos. Those are, those are very good. Uh, number two, Cheesy Bean and Rice Burrito. That is my go-to anytime I go to Jack in the Box. I will either add it on to what I'm having or just get like two or three of them when I go. Crazy value, especially when you only have a couple bucks. It's a good way to go. You, you, look you, confused. Added, on a, you added on it Jack in the Box? Taco Bell? You said Jack in the Box. I don't think that's what I said. Okay. I could have. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't. I wasn't listening, so I don't know. Oh, that looks, that's about right. And then number one for me, I'm going to cheat and do the McDouble McChicken combo because I've never had them individually. I don't think I always get two. I always get one of each. And usually the hot and spicy McChicken, which is such a game changer when that one came out. Wasn't that, I used your to, nickname? Wasn't that your nickname in high school? The hot and spicy big chicken? No, it McDouble. was McDouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, you, you can't beat the, the value of that. If you're looking for something that's going to fill you up for under two bucks, you can't beat that combo between those two. And you throw they in the do. dollar McDonald's soda. You're just putting everything together now. Yeah. Making my own combos over here. But they're just trying to bait me into getting that large fry because they know I want it. It's only yeah, 12 bucks. Really, yeah, they really have to work hard to get you to eat more. Uh, we just added on an extra large fry for you. We keep a supersized box in the back when we see you pull up. We could tell by how difficult you were breathing to roll down your automatic window that we knew you needed that extra large fry. <laughs> I'm pushing my finger down. Got me winded. Yep. All right. Well, I think that I think that's a good list. I, I think, think it's we, a great I list. I think we got it. If there's anything we missed out or if you think our lists suck or whatever you guys think, let us know on social media at Spivey Special everywhere. Yeah, everybody's got their own favorite. Um, I did some polling today. The McDouble was the uh, popular favorite between um, most of the ones that I asked today. So I had to give it some respect. And it's, it's my go-to. I've probably got like five bucks on my wallet and I want to get a bunch of food. I'm going to go to McDonald's. So. Bold strategy, Cotton. See how it plays out for you. And there's never a Wendy's anywhere near I want to be. So that's true. Yeah. If we had more Wendy's, I'd have more Jay Bacos. Let's just say if you lived near Wendy's, there'd be more because they'd have more money. <laughs> <laughs> we now have two drive through lines, and one of them is just for sack. <laughs> Wide load. <laughs> All right, I think that's all we got for food court files. And you got, unless you got another fat joke or something to throw in on there. Save it for the next segment. Okay. Do you like the sweet taste of Mountain Dew? Do you like your vodka to be both inexpensive and flavored like melons? Then have we got a beverage for you. From the minds of the host of the wildly popular podcast that shares its name, we bring you the Spivey Special. One part Mountain Dew three to four parts Burnett's Watermelon Vodka, 100% fun. Drink one at your next party or at 3 a.m. playing Halo 3. Please enjoy responsibly. The next segment is Troy talking by himself. (laughs) Troy is going to be doing a, he's going to be doing his rant. This this subject is, uh, this was Troy's idea from the get-go, so we're just going to let him go. I'm not exactly sure what he's going to be talking about. I'm sure it's going to be some random subject that he came up in his brain while he was driving around. So, Troy, why don't you uh, take it away and tell us what you're uh, ranting about today. All right, here we go. The year's 1972, and there's a song that comes out, and it is called Rocket Man by one of my favorites, Sir Elton John. But you get into the song, you know, you're getting a good vibe, you know, feeling the flow. You know, this was actually written three years after we landed on the moon, supposedly for the first time in 1969. Anyway, so we get to, uh, I think it's, believe it's the second verse. We got a couple of choruses mixed in there and you get to this part and it's like, duh. Okay. I'm so upset at you, Elton John, for pointing out the obvious. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. Well, for one, we've never had human life that we know about live on that planet. So obviously you're not going to raise your kids there, Elton. And two, in fact, it's cold as hell. Really? We get further away from the sun and it gets colder? Thank you, Doc Bill Nye, the science guy. This is ridiculous. 
And then the last part that just really, you know, gets me fired up and there's no one there to raise them if you did. So what you're telling me is you as a rocket man, you're able to fly to Mars with your child and you're setting up, you know, a place to live and you can't bring along a maid or like a teacher or something for them. It just really pisses me off, Elton. And you were actually one of my favorite artists there. So I actually went through the internet slash made it up that there was actually a verse that Elton John didn't add to his song. And I'm going to actually <laughs> sing it for you guys. Gravity is low in space. You may float away. Really? Thanks, Elton. Did you know the sun is hot? Wow. <laughs> thanks, Elton. <laughs> and if you get close, it may burn you if you did. So that's a verse actually Elton John cut out of the Rocket Man in 1972. And for me, I know this is your song, Sir Elton, but that first just feels like a candle in the wind and i just can't feel the love tonight you little tiny dancer so rocket man verse two from 48 years ago be better but elton you are loved wow <laughs> wow that's i had rant. a feeling it was going to be uh <laughs> <laughs> little outrageous little outrageous you know but he didn't even write that song right I don't care. I'm just upset at him. I heard it the other day when I was driving around and I'm like, really, it's cold on Mars. Thanks. I don't have to go to school tomorrow. Did you really know that it was cold on Mars? Yeah. Is it, it cold is. on Mars? Do you know that? I do know for a fact, the first, like I told you, the further away you get from the sun, it's cold. But there's no atmospheres. There's nothing protecting you or keeping the temperatures there. I don't think, you know, he wouldn't have put it in the song. It wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's just my rant for this week that was good i'm glad you i mean you... i love elton john it's very talented i can't wait till we do like a spice girls rant that you're gonna come up with next week <laughs> you know me and Susie had so much fun writing that rant so oh try <laughs> All right, are you ready to move on to Sports Jug? Sports Jug with the Spivey Brothers. Cubs are good. Get the ball to big country. Generic soccer take. All right, that's enough. I'm out of breath. I don't know about the jog part, but I'm ready to talk about sports. Let's talk about sports. Um, we're going to start off with football, mostly because it starts in like four days, and I'm not even like emotionally prepared for it. There's no preseason. Just bam, here you go. I have, no, I, have no, I have no idea what to expect on Thursday. We're not even doing our fancy draft until tomorrow night, but it doesn't even feel like football because we didn't have any preseason. We didn't have the Hall of Fame game. We've got nothing. We don't know anything. We've got nothing. all these players on new teams. We've, they get like 15 padded practices, and then boom, ready, here we go. Yeah, that's why I think some of the teams that are moving – a lot of parts might start start out a little slow, but then again, how do you prepare for teams like this when you don't even know what they're going to throw at you? It's going to be a weird one. It's going to be a tough year to be a rookie, I think, where you just don't get acclimated. Or yeah, a quarterback no on a new team. Or new offensive coordinators or any of those things. It's just going to be weird. I think there might be a few bone coverages. Yeah, a couple snaps over someone's head early <laughs> it's on. Gonna, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. 
I, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be weird with no fans. I think well, is I think well maybe not necessarily with no fans. So let's talk about that. So we have our first sport that actually has fans in the stadium. So po- we'll see. I'll see you when it happens. A lot. Most of them don't. But uh, our Thursday night game in Kansas City. Would you say twenty-two thousand people are going to be there? That's why I heard. I heard twenty-two percent capacity. I also heard twenty-two thousand people will be there. So I I'm heard twenty-two percent sure. as well. But I don't think they have. I don't think 100. they fit a hundred thousand. So uh-uh. it's still a lot of people in the middle of COVID to be together in one place. I don't know. I mean, they have like an unlimited budget because they're the NFL, and I'm sure they'll find a way to make it socially distant. But I went to the mall today, and the mall's kind of open, but you have to like only have so many people in the store at a time. So there's lines outside all the stores, but there's lines in front of all the stores. So like all the walkways are just jammed full of people that are standing right next to each other. It's like, don't try to. How are they going to do this with twelve thousand people in a football stadium? There's no way. A lot of questions. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm not very uh, – I don't think they're going to finish this season, if I had to guess. Or they're going to go back on the fans things pretty quick. We'll see. I think it's just different states have different things going on right now. I mean, the Chiefs, they might be, you know, fans at first, and then they get a big spike, and then maybe games two and three they don't, and they're better. And I don't – we have no idea. It's going to be weird. Definitely weird. Um, So we did it last year. I think it was like episode three, because this is about the time that we started our podcast last year. Yeah, it was Um, like episode two or three. Yeah. We are going to go through uh, each division. And as is now a tradition, we are going to be picking our division winners based on no watching of any games or players because there's no no preseason. Just based on gut. Mostly, and names. And let's let's just let the people know right now. So it's, we got eight divisions. The highest one, whoever gets more division winners right, energy drink bet right here, right now. Oh, I'm in. I need one Seven, right now. So seventeen weeks from now, we got to go a bigger bet than that. All right. You want to throw out an energy drink bet for one of these games, week one? No, I haven't looked at the schedule, to be honest with you. I just know the Thursday night game. I have all my drafts. What's the Thursday night game? I'll take the, Chief, I'll take the Chiefs and you want to take the Texans. I will take the Texans. <laughs> Energy drink bet. You're crazy. You want I'm the points? Crazy. No, we'll just do it straight up. All right. Paula Abdul. <laughs> I'll take it straight up, man. Let's go 10 energy drinks. For the division winners. We'll just make it a dozen. Because it'd be Baker's, easier to buy a dozen than it would be ten. Spivey Spivey dozen. Fourteen. <laughs> okay. All right. Two fat baker's dozen is what they call it. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen energy drinks for whoever wins. Deal. And then luckily if we tie, it goes to the runner, so you're out. <laughs> I could absolutely run faster than you, so don't worry about that. I didn't that. say that you couldn't. I'm just saying you don't ever run. That's fair. 
<laughs> All right, let's get into our division winners. Zach, you kind of set us up. All right, I'm going to set the stage. I'll let you go first and uh, give your rationale for each of these. We're going to start with the easiest division of all of football, the AFC West. Who do we have winning the AFC West? I got the Chiefs. I don't think it's going to be close. I think they're going to win by three or four games. They just need Mahomes to stay healthy. And even if he misses, you know, five to six games, I still think that they're going to win that division. The rest of that division is just poor. I can see the Broncos being a little bit better, the Vegas Raiders, which is kind of weird to say out loud. I think they'll be average. And then the Chargers, I just don't see anything positive coming from that. You don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to be enough to take him over the Chiefs? No, no. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I also have the Chiefs. That's kind of a no-brainer. They might win like 15 games this year. I saw project projection 13-3 and three on some of the sites I looked at. Yeah, they're going to win. And they're going to score a lot of points. But the problem, though, is if you win the division, your schedule the next year is a little bit tougher than the year before. But if you have the best record, then you get a bye week. you got to be the one seed this year. Because the new playoff rules. Oh, that's right. They added the extra two. So now you got to play for it. Oh, they will. They'll be fine. So we both got the Chiefs. All right. We're going to move to the AFC East. Ooh, spooky. Mm. All right. I got the Buffalo Bills. I think it's going to be close, though, with the Patriots. I think Cam Newton's going to do a decent job. You got the best coach, I think, in all of professional sports down there in New England. So I think that they're going to be okay no matter who they bring out to the field. But I think it's a chance for the Bills finally to be the division winner of that division. Bills. Well, this is boring so far. I also picked the Buffalo Bills to win the division. I think uh, Josh Allen's going to take a step forward. And the Patriots lost six starters on defense. So that's tough to overcome yeah, just for COVID. Two, the other it's not including free agents. So, yeah, the other two weird. teams in that division are very bad. So I don't know. They're not that bad, though. I think the Dolphins are going to be a lot better this year. The Jets are going to be bad, though. <laughs> They're going to be real bad. I mean, being uh, better doesn't mean anything that's true all right afc north i have a feeling who each of us are going to pick here yeah this one's easy this is going to be the ravens but again i think it's going to be another close division with the steelers the steelers defense is nasty but i think it's just too much lamar jackson for that division if he stays healthy they stay on the right track i think their defense is just good enough to pass the steelers there yeah, I picked the Steelers. I think um, this is the best defense that Ben has had since we were winning Super Bowls. Um, I think last year they had the uh, 34th and 35th best quarterbacks starting after Ben went out in week one. Not good. Which means that there's backups on other teams that were rated higher than them. Um, that's bad. Um, Juju's going to be good. Deontay Johnson's going to be good. Connor will actually hopefully stay healthy. Our offensive line is still good. And that defense is just dirty, so it's not even like we have to score a lot of points. So I think we're going to make a pretty big jump just by having a somewhat competent quarterback. It doesn't even have to be 100% Ben. It just needs to be like 85% Ben to make a huge jump over last year. And I'm interested to see what happens with this Ravens offense for the second year after they have a whole year of scouting it. Because towards the end of the year and in the playoffs, 
some teams started to figure it out. So we'll see how it goes. Lamar Jackson is definitely dynamic, and we do get to play the Bengals twice, but we'll, we'll see. But that's the thing. I mean, they can scout for the Ravens, but also gives the Ravens another year to change up what they're doing. And like you said, we, there's no preseason. You Who knows? You, Jackson might come out throwing it lefty and never running the ball. We don't know. Yeah, he's probably going to run the ball. And you lost <laughs> Earl Thomas, too. I think that's going to make a difference on defense. You know, we'll see. That's why you play the games. I mean, luckily the Steelers suck, so. (laughs) (laughs) So our first different. That's very surprising you'd pick the Steelers. I would pick the Ravens. That's so weird. I don't know where that came from. All right, AFC South, our last AFC team. I don't know. I think this one, we might be different, but we could also be the same. You know, that's Elton John. It's one of those two. Um, Yeah. Thanks, Elton. (laughs) I got the Colts. I think Phillip Rivers is just going to be good enough for them to win this division. I think the Titans are going to be okay, but I just think they're a little too inconsistent. Um, the Texans, they – I mean, when you lose one of the top five receivers in the league, that's going to hurt. So I think that they're going to take a little small step back. Um, the Jaguars are going to be trash. So I think it's going to be the Colts. I think, again, it's going to be close. I think maybe 10-6, 9-7 is going to win that division, but I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy from them. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to run away with it. I have the Houston Texans winning the division this year. Um, I just think the addition of David Johnson, if he can stay healthy, is going to be a big difference. There's a reason that they traded – their best receiver for him. And they did replace him with Brandon Cooks. So they did get another burner. If uh, Will Fuller can stay healthy, they're going to have a really dynamic offense, just two burners on the outside and a guy that can chuck it deep. Um, I really think David Johnson will make a big difference for him. They've had a bunch of – the Mar Miller's not good, and he got a bunch of carries. Carlos Hyde's not good, and he got 1,000 yards rushing behind that team. So I think having someone like David Johnson can make a big difference for them. And I just don't have any faith in the Titans being able to do what they did last year. They won too many close games. And I don't think Phillip Rivers can win football games because he just turns it over too much. But I think that's the, might be the thing with the Colts is I think their defense is actually pretty good where Phillip Rivers might have not have to try and make so many crazy passes late in games. There won't be in as many close games, hopefully, for the Colts. But he will. That's what he does. Oh, yeah. There's a reason why the Chargers haven't made very deep runs. But All right, so we got two different. Well, hopefully we don't split those and end up tied. So. Well, we got four more to choose, too. All right. We're going to start – we'll do the same order. We'll do NFC West first. Okay, I think – Probably uh, different on this one. Maybe, but maybe not. Um, I got the Seahawks winning the division. I just think that they're consistent. I think they're good. I think Russell Wilson's a really good quarterback. He's done so much with so little, so many years in a row offensively. Um, Seahawks are good. Uh, I think the Niners are going to slightly regress like a lot of teams do when they win a lot of games the year prior. Um, the thing about this division is now all of a sudden everyone's there's no bottom feeders. I think Arizona got a lot better. The Rams, I don't think they improved too much, but they're average. I mean, they're going to probably be eight and eight. I think eight and eight might be the worst record in this division. I don't think the Seahawks, I think it's going to come down to the last couple of weeks like it did the year prior. I think it's going to go Seahawks one, Niners two, and then the Rams and the Cardinals are going to tie for the three slot at eight and eight. 
All right, I have the Los Angeles Rams winning the NFC West this year. That's surprising. I, they, I love the Rams, but um, I think Cam Akers is going to make a big difference. He's their uh, first-round running back. Um, having Todd Gurley and not knowing what you're getting out of him and kind of like having to hold him back, I think that's kind of frustrating for them. They also had one of the most hurt offensive lines in the league last year, and Goff was getting hit like as soon as they snapped the ball. Um, I think if they get a little more time to set up, I think it'll be good for um, Sean McVay and that offense to kind of be a little bit more creative. I think they're still really good on defense. They got uh, Ramsey and they've got Donald, so they're going to have a good defense. Um, I just think they're going to make a big difference. I I think the Niners are going to be worse. I think their wide receivers are too banged up. They don't have anyone to throw the ball to. I don't know that they're going to – I just don't see it happening again for them. It's tough to keep that up. especially at the Super Bowl run. We saw it with the Rams two years ago. We've seen it with the Falcons shortly after that. We've seen it with a lot of teams where you lose that Super Bowl and you kind of fall off a cliff. And yeah, then the, 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 the Seahawks. The, the Patriots made it look easy, but it is not easy to get back to that mountaintop. Well, even then, they had a hard time getting to back-to-back. They would – I mean, they'd be in the hunt every year. But um, the Seahawks, I think, are going to be really good. Um, they did lose Clowney. They've lost a couple people on defense. We'll see how they do. But I like the continuity for them. They're in the same defense. they got the same coach. They've got Russell Wilson, who's just incredible. Um, so I think they'll win a lot of games. I think it's going to be really close. But I think it's going to be like an 11-5 and record that wins the division. I think there's going to be too many good teams. That's going to be like those AFC North battles when the Bengals were good, where there's three really good teams at the top. and you can't have a super good record because there's too many good teams in your division. Yeah. I mean, four and two in your division is good. Right. Tough to win 15 games in a, in a good division. So, all right. Uh, NFC East, Troy, who do you got? Fly Eagles fly, baby. Wow. Uh, I think the, <laughs> I think the Eagles it's, this is going to be like who can get the five wins first. I think personally, um, the Cowboys, you just can't rely on the Cowboys. I mean, how many years on paper, they they probably should win the division, but they don't <laughs> because it wasn't a catch. Um, the Eagles, I just think it's a two-horse race between them and the Cowboys. I just think that they're better. It sounds weird to say out loud, but the other two in that division, I think the Giants are going to have a slight little uptick this year. I think they'll be a little bit better. Um We'll see. I, I like the Eagles. All right, I'm going to pick the Cowboys, and I actually think they're going to win by a couple games, maybe like three games. Um, I think hmm. the Eagles are already banged up at wide receiver again. They've got no names starting week one, which is not good for your team. That's average for them. Yeah, I guess so. Um, the Cowboys got better on offense. I think Michael Gallup's going to be better. They've got CeeDee Lamb and wide receiver. I think the O-line's a little bit healthier. They still don't have Travis Fedrick because he's, like, out of the league. But um, Dak's in a super prove-me deal. They don't have Jason Garrett calling whatever Jason Garrett thinks. He's not just clapping on the sidelines. They've got someone that's – I'm not saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything because if Mike McCarthy does anything, it's get go 13-3 and three and then not do anything in the playoffs. So um, I think they're going to have a good record. I think they have a good team. I think their defense got a lot better. Um, so I think they'll win the division. I don't know that they'll get much further than that, though. Let's go I to the north. So. This one was tough for me. I think the Bears and Lions. Oh my, 
that's basically how that's you rough. describe. That's how you're going to describe their seasons. They're always just well. Um, but I'm going to take the Vikings. I think it's going to be close between them and the Packers. Um, there's one thing I do know: the Packers own the Vikings. Anytime they play, it seems like the Packers always seem to come out on top. Um, it's going to be another close division. I think the Vikings just have too many weapons on offense, especially Dalvin Cook. He's just skilled at the game of football. So I like the Vikings. Their defense is good. Um, Packers have a good defense too. We'll see. I think it's going to be the Vikings, but it's going to be another close division. I don't think there's going to be too many runaway divisions, it looks like. I'm sure there will be. Um, I have the Vikings as well. Um, I think they're going to be – they're going to go more run heavy, which is what they should have been doing. They forced a lot of balls to Stefan Diggs because he's a big, fat, whiny baby, and now he's in Buffalo, so we don't have to deal with that anymore. And I think uh, I think the Vikings make a good run. They got a good defense. Um, I don't know about their wide receiver depth, but I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're just going to pound the ball all the time. They've got Madison to back up Dalvin Cook. I think they're going to be really good. So I pick the Vikings, and I'm not sure about. Green Bay with a new coach, although it is angry Aaron Rodgers trying to prove that he should stay out there with a first-round quarterback drafted. So we'll see. But I like the Vikings. Yeah, me too. All right, NFC South. This this is a weird one because there's a lot of teams, except for the Panthers, that have a shot here. So. This is a bit zoppity for me. I think the Falcons are going to be better than last year. They're very tough at home, whether they have fans or not, even though you can't get Chick-fil-A in their stadium because they play on Sundays. Um, so they're going to be better. Um, I think the Saints are going to be good. The Bucks are going to be better. But I'm going to take the Saints here. I just think Breeze and Brady are both old, but I think old Breeze is better than old Brady. Um I'm just not sold on the Bucks. Too many moving parts, like we kind of talked about. I think the Bucks are going to come out to a slow start. I think that it's just going to cost them a couple games early. Then that's going to be the difference between the Saints winning it and the Bucks winning it. All right, I'm going to pick the Atlanta Falcons to win the division. Wow, this division is crazy and weird, and they're up and down every year. Like it's one of those years where the Saints just go seven and nine out of nowhere. I think it's, yeah. I think we're due. I think it's the year that the Falcons are just good. Um, they got Todd Gurley. They have someone that can actually score running the ball in close. They've always had a hard time getting the ball to Julio Jones. Um, I think their touchdown rate goes up with Gurley. Granted, he can play. He did play 15 games last year, though. He scored 12 touchdowns, so they need something like that. And they also got Dante Fowler, so – um, their pass rush is going to be a lot better on defense. That was their big miss last year. So I think they made a few good changes. And then I just got this weird gut feeling that it's one of those ones. It's the Falcons here to win because this is the way this division works. Yeah, this division has been weird for a while, but it's hard to <laughs> root against TB12. But we'll see. I honestly hope I've been that- doing it for uh, – about 20 years, so I'm getting yeah. used to it. If they go 0-16. I just don't think – I think Godwin's going to have a crazy good fantasy year because he's their slot receiver. I think uh, Brady's going to have a hard time getting the ball downfield to Evans, yep. which will be frustrating. Definitely. I don't like their running backs at all. You never know. Fournette might do a pretty good job. And it's a brand-new system for Brady. I'm sure he'll figure it out, but I think they're just going to get off to a slow start. 
Yeah, I agree. But you, like we said, we don't know in that division. Panthers might play anything that happened. They might just give, for it. Yeah. just give the ball to McCaffrey every time. And Teddy, two gloves, baby. <laughs> it's just too many gloves. No, the Panthers right. are going to be god-awful. All right, Zach, who do you got coming out of the AFC? I'll let you pick first. I am going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Get that's... real creative and exciting here. I'm going to pick the best team in football to win the AFC. If they don't, I also have the Chiefs. Who are your twos? I have two sleepers that might upend them. Who do you think has a chance at dethroning the AFC champs? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. For me, it's the Ravens or the Steelers. I think those are the only two teams that have a chance. I think both their defenses are good enough. Steelers especially, they can be just just good enough on offense in the playoffs against the Chiefs, hopefully in the first round, so the Ravens can host the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. That would be perfect. That would be pretty fun. That would be awesome, but the, unless the Ravens play the Titans, then it's over. Yeah, the Ravens are <laughs> – they're not going to so, do much in the playoffs. They're so clutch. <laughs> yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I don't I don't really see anyone else coming out of here. No. I'm sure the Patriots can make a run with some sort of weird Cam Newton rebirth, and there's some sort of weird COVID loophole that Belichick knows, and they're just going to bring all those six guys that opted out back in on there's a only technicality. Certain, only certain defenses you can run during COVID, and he knows yeah. them all. Yeah. <laughs> No, these defensive Co- linemen are too close together, man. <laughs> Six feet. Everyone's got a new wide nine. Uh, all right, Drew, who do you have winning the NFC this year? This is someone that you said might go seven and nine. I got the Saints going marching in. I think the Saints, it's one of those storybook type things where, you know, it's most likely going to be Breeze's last season. I think he retires, you know, after the Super Bowl that he plays in. So I got Saints Chiefs. I think the Seahawks and the Bucks are my two sleepers. If any anyone else in that NFC is going to make a run, it's going to be those two. I'm going to get outrageous and I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys win the NFC this year. Yowza, just give me the energy drinks now. <laughs> well, I don't think the Saints are going either. I don't even have them winning the division. So um I think I think they're going to get off to a hot start. I think they're going to have a good offense. I think they're going to they beat all the teams they're supposed to beat, and I think they're enough, they're good enough that they'll get some other wins. I think they could potentially, because of the difficulty of the other divisions, I think they can end up with that bye, the bye week, which I think is huge. Um, and I think that might be enough just to get them in. Now, I don't think they'll win. I think they'll get boat raced in the Super Bowl, but it would be nice to see the Cowboys make the playoffs or make uh, win some games, especially after Garrett left. Just to stick it to Jerry Jones for sticking with Garrett for 15 years or however long it was. I kind of hope they suck so it wasn't Garrett. It's <laughs> Jerry Jones. You hope Garrett just turns the Giants around and they win the division? Mm-hmm. And he Jays the MVP? Or he spoiler alerts them on like the last week <laughs> of the season. <laughs> that would also the, be fun. And the Washington football team makes the playoffs. That would be so good. <laughs> I don't see any scenario where that happens. So you got the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl then? Yeah, I think the Chiefs will repeat. I got the Saints. All right. So I got Saints beating the Chiefs. Their crazy playoff luck has to – their their crazy bad luck in the playoffs has got to end at some point. 
I think they dug some Indian burial ground somewhere. They had to. Uh... I don't know. Must have. All right, so that's fun. Fun getting back talking about live sports. Winning 14 energy drinks. I don't even think we're going to get to the energy drink. I think this whole season's going to get shut down before we get there, but we'll see how it goes. Well, whoever's leading at that point, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so let's talk about – so the football doesn't have a bubble, although some teams are creating their own bubble, which is kind of fun. Um, let's talk about what sports have been like after COVID. And, uh, let's start with golf. The one that seems like it would be the easiest to transition to. You just take the people out. No one even really notices because they're supposed to be quiet anyway. What are your thoughts on that? I think golf's done a great job. I think adding the bleachers with like the advertisement still gives that feel like fans are there just quietly sitting on their hands, which they normally do during golf. Um, I think that they've, their COVID rates been down, which is good, but I mean, it really hasn't taken a much away from the game, not having people there golf clapping. Be nice if Tiger was playing better. I don't think he made it to the final tournament. And it looks like DJ's probably going to hold on, but yeah, you just, you just, you want Tiger to be good, but I think it might actually help him out resting. We're, you know, two it's weeks true. right now away from the U.S. Open. So, all right, um, hockey. I haven't watched yet. Is it weird? Excellent. Absolutely done. They did a good job with job. that one. They put covers on all the seats. They got the crowd noise pumped in from like old stadium games up on the big screens. They've oh, done that's cool. They've done a really good, I think NHL's done a really good job. Cause I heard that's what they're doing in the NFL is they're going to be piping in the crowd noise through the speakers. And that depending on where the speakers are in your stadium, they're going to get some sort of weird advantage from it. Like if you have one that just has the speakers on the one side, it's not the same advantage as the ones that have it all around the stadium. We're going that way all game, baby. It's going to be weird, yeah. Like we're picking sides based on where the speakers are and that kind of stuff. Not um, the wind. <laughs> basketball's been pretty fun. I haven't even really noticed the games have been so good. Um, I love the fact that there's no home court advantage. It's making these playoffs super exciting to watch. I was all on board with the NBA until I think it was last evening when Westbrook hit a huge three late in the game against the Lakers. And he just starts yelling at no one, like getting all hyped up. I'm like, who are you yelling? at? It's like the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Like they all have like, like one family member there in the stadium. That they're yelling at. No, he like was like yelling at the whole stadium for like, it was a good, like 15 seconds of yelling. I'm like, Relax, Russ. All right, man. I get it. That's a big win, but you're not yelling at anybody. What's the deal with the Bucks? Garbage. I honestly is it I the coach? I honestly think it's weird that Giannis only plays like 35 minutes a game. He's been banged up, but um, the thing that I think this whole it sounds weird. This whole boycott thing kind of threw them for a loop. They were playing decent basketball. Then they sit that game out and they barely hold on against Orlando and they come out and just lay three big old eggs. But to be fair, the Heat, if they're making their threes, there's going to be very few teams that are going to beat them. They hoist it. Well, the Bucks give up the most threes 
like number wise per game, it's usually a pretty low percentage because they do a pretty good job. Like they try to force the three and the mm-hmm. heat is like a perfect storm. Like if they're hitting threes and that's what they do is they just chuck threes the whole game. And the Bucks just aren't, they're just not playing well right well, now. Well, I think it'd be good for Giannis to get swept right here and have him no. have the off season off. No. And then he develops a jumper like young LeBron did. And then he just comes back and we're like, all right, you can't do the wall thing in your row because he's just making deep threes. I think that's you know what, what he needs. You know what happens if the Bucks get swept? Giannis is on the Warriors. No. <laughs> they, they don't have the cap room to do that. The you cap's going bet? down. Nobody has the cap room. This is the worst possible scenario to be a is free agent a free, right now. Is he a free agent after this year or the next? I can't after remember. next year. He's going to be a warrior. He's going to sign for like the league minimum. They're going to give him like a $100 million Reebok deal. He'll stay. I think he's just going to work on his game. He's going to come back with like some crazy jumper, and then the game's going to change. He just can't we'll drive when they their whole defense is just four guys making sure he doesn't drive. They've just been bad. I don't even think they get one. I think did the – I couldn't – see the final score but did the nuggets hold on tonight against the clips they were up big uh, they were up look. like 15 with six minutes left or something like that. let me check real quick i'm pretty sure they did though which i thought was i didn't see that coming i thought the clips are going to sweep them i think it's going to be five but i think that the clips win it all if you want my opinion i think they have the best shot at it for sure i think they're the best team nuggets won by nine wow all right, so what do you think about the MLB so far? It's one of our favorite sports. It's weird. I don't know that I like it. Hate That's it. the one they did the worst job with, I think. It, mostly because well, they have, like, the biggest open – like, big open stadiums. That's the part. And they did, like, like, the cardboard cutouts to make it, like, extra obvious that there's nobody there. It's The thing that hurts me is, like, on home runs or foul balls and it hits an empty seat, I think that ruins it for me. Well, I think baseball is hard to just sit there and pay attention to for three hours because it's so quiet. It's usually the crowd noise that you're reacting to while you're watching it. Or like, oh, my gosh, that guy just picked his nose behind home plate. You get the the fan reactions of the ball going to, like, the warning track, and then you kind of get the excitement. Now it's just like – People are standing up. And the the announcers, like, aren't even in the stadium, so they don't really have, like, a good idea if the ball's – like, oh, that's a fly ball. That's a that's a long fly. I can tell by looking at it. It's like, yeah. well, he hit it. Let's see what happens. Type reaction. I, I think that just kind of ruins it for me. Yeah, I think they're doing a decent job. I mean, my team's doing really good, but. Both our teams are playing well. The issue is you can't really do a bubble with that many. Just think how much bigger the rosters are for that sport than like NBA or even NHL. It's too hard to bubble. You know, let's say you got a 30-man roster. That's like 900. How are you going to bubble 900 Well, they're going to do bubble for um, playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're only 20 games away from. Yeah, it's crazy. I just saw the Cubs played their four, 39th and 40th game today. I'm like, what? Yeah, we played our 41st today. How many of the Marlins played, though? Like 12? I feel like they're way behind still. Cardinals are way behind, but they're catching up. They're like 15 and 14, I think. That's crazy. It's a lot of games to make up in a very short amount of time. Stupid, all these seven-inning doubleheaders. I think it's kind of exciting. 
Well, definitely exciting. You get a good start game over. Yeah. Literally. I love the the walk-off with, like, the 10th the inning, extra innings, where you got the guy on second. It's growing on me. I kind of like it. You see the other night, I think the Mets walked off in Yankee Stadium because they did doubleheader and they were the home team for one game. Yeah. That's crazy. A lot of weird with this new oh leadoff double. Oh wait, that guy's just running out there to even hit. What the heck? <laughs> and my thing is I still don't get what pitcher gets that earned run. Um I think I, I think I was reading that nobody did. Yeah, nobody gets it. Yeah. Which is weird. It's just so and weird. some pitcher got a win without getting an out. Yeah, I read that too. So weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. The baseball rules are weird. I know they're doing their best to try to get the season in so we can get back on schedule. No, they're doing a great job. I just think all these championships are going to be asterisked, obviously. We'll see. For sure, it's different. I, I think basketball specifically, a lot of that's motivated by the home fans. Well, yeah, it's, not only that, and all these people are so The Raptors over, lost their two at home, and then they won their two that would have been in Boston. Yeah. Like, nobody even – it's like, I guess. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, we'll never remember who won or, like, how this all happened in a few years. Hopefully, we'll just remember who won. I think a lot of people are over that bubble and are ready to go home. I think the Bucks might be one of them. The coaches are freaking out because they're the only ones that aren't allowed to have a family member there. I think it was Carlisle or one of the guys that were complaining about him. Oh, well, probably not Carlisle because he went home. So, Yeah. All right, that was fun. I'm happy we're talking about live sports again. Yeah, it was a good time. Ready to get to the old wrap-up? Let's wrap it up. Um Thank you for joining me on our Zoom call tonight for our podcast, Troy. I appreciate it. You're Thank, so welcome. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day of I, eating nachos or mm, whatever you do. Research. Research. I played like 14 games at Can Jam. I love Can Jam. It's like 12 and 2. Guy made it in the top slot. Nice. It's fun. Did he angle it? Or did it just like hover float right in? We kind of had like a downward trajectory. You had a downward dog. Yeah, downward facing frisbee. And you yoga did right in. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good episode. I think we're going to be bringing back guests. We just got to find people. If you know of a guest <laughs> or would like to be a guest, reach out to us on uh, social media or our website. SpiveySpecialPodcast.com or at SpiveySpecial on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can also check out the crazy things that Troy and I post on those things as well. If you'd like to get in a uh, NBA-related argument on Twitter with me, you can do that as well. And uh, Just bringing it back old school, get back to the basics, baby. We're just going to kind of go back to what we were doing, doctor's orders and <laughs> – kind of just keep having fun yeah we've been having a good time all right troy you got anything else zach you're fat troy you're fat later Mm -hmm.